Don't we're at this say. lady's like house it's all set up and everything and then she keeps telling me like oh like you guys should have a third and i'm like madison do you want to tell them that like i'm not your husband these aren't I my just, kids and was, she got too embarrassed i got so embarrassed you guys i just kind of like oh Welcome to Pan and Unicorn, the relationship podcast, episode number eight. Numero ocho, Madison's an actress. What? I love the intro. <laughs> Very serious with the eyes. Yeah. If you it. don't see on YouTube. <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome back. So first off, make sure you guys are following us on all our social platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Shout out to Elon. Yes. <laughs> at Matt. I'm at Madison Miller. Sorry, you guys. At Pan and Unicorn. I'm so used to my intros and everything. But no, make sure you guys follow us on all socials. It's Pan and Unicorn everywhere. And also make sure you are signing up for the newsletter. It's linked down below for weekly giveaways. And it also so we'll give you notifications for every episode because we cannot depend on YouTube. The more viewers we get, which it keeps adding up, and the more you guys are buying merch and all that, which is awesome, the giveaways will keep getting better. Yeah. You can't get the giveaways if you're not signed up for the newsletter. Mm -hmm. So make sure you do that. We're doing giveaways every week. Yes. And I'm going to do a weekly shout out to all the men. Mm -hmm. Men. <laughs> boys. We know you're listening. We got the analytics. I need more men in the Facebook group. Yeah. Need more men in the comments. Uh, I can't be here all alone. Come on. Help me out over here. We'll uh, bring in the boys. All right. So, so. Uh, every episode in the very beginning, we send some love. Yeah. Make sure you grab your phone, mm -hmm. send a text. It can be to your parents, to your sister, your brother, your cousins, your friends, your coaches, your kids, whoever. Let them know how much you love them and appreciate them. So I just sent some love to my brother. Um... And uh, also to his wife, too, because she's been really sick. She had pneumonia, and I think she was just in the urgent care getting her ex her lungs x-rayed again. So I'm hoping that she's doing okay. So my mom was updating me a little bit, and I believe it was like yesterday or so, and I haven't gotten an update in a while. So I sent some love to him to see how the fam was doing, how the boys were doing. He's got two cute little boys, Hunter and Bryson. They're two and three. They're Irish twins. Um, and yeah, they're adorable. So who do you send some love to? Our boy, David Marcus, oh, yeah, who David. we're going to see hopefully in Florida. Oh, we are? New Year's time. Oh, sweet. Nice. Okay, so, cool. Um, yeah, he's one of my good buddies. I uh, met him in high school out here in mm -hmm. San Diego and we, and we've been friends now over 20 something years. And, um, yeah, just uh, he's going through a job transition and just checking in with him and the fam and I'll be good to catch up. Nice. Very good, babe. I love our son some love. It really helps us reach out to 
friends or family that we haven't talked to in a while. So For sure. make Reconnect. sure you are con constantly sending some love. You guys make it like a little routine every morning. I think like we all grab our phones in the morning. Yeah. Send some love. First time you wake up, grab some phone, send some love. Um, you do it with me when you're not with me, which is really sweet. But anyways, recapping last episode, last episode, it was all about blending families, the struggles of blending families and what our experience was going through it. It was something that I really wish I had before us blending. Like, you know, I tried looking everywhere. She wishes she had advice. I wish I had advice or like people sharing their experiences. It was, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And I, and I told you that I would send you articles yeah. of what I would find. It was hard. It so was hard. I think it was a really helpful episode. episode. I re we really enjoyed it. And I think you guys would really enjoy it. If you have not seen it yet, it's linked down below, but that was- And thank you seven. to everyone for all your comments and all your stories mm -hmm. that you guys contributed. Again, reiterating, the Relationship Podcast is a community. We're building this community. We're worldwide in the <laughs> Facebook group. We got people from literally all over the world, which is awesome. Yeah. And so we really want to make sure that it's not just us. We're not the experts. We're sharing our experiences. We're going to do that again this episode. Mm -hmm. But we really want to hear your stories and your experience and give Madison and I advice, mm -hmm. which gives everybody that's watching advice. Yeah. And hopefully... You know, as you know, people are watching this, you know, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, people can read the comments and, and watch the episode and, and learn something. Exactly. It's, it's helpful. So we really appreciate it when you guys share, because especially if you've already been through it and we're just now going through, we love hearing from you guys. But today's episode is one that's a little bit more seasonal. And I thought this would be a really good one to touch on because last year was very hard, as I've shared in the prior episodes and on my social media. Um, and we're coming up to this season, the holiday season, you guys. Uh, basically, we're going to be talking all about how to survive the holidays after divorce because, boy, do they look very differently. They look so different than they did you know, prior to divorce, obviously. And we're just going to share our experiences, what we kind of went through with it and how we came up with schedules and all that. Yeah. And, and you know, we don't want to make it all sad. So happy holidays to everybody yes, and hope you guys are having an amazing time. But it is something to think about, um, you know, for the fathers and mothers who don't have their kids, you know, during the holiday time um, because they're with their ex and, and how difficult that is um, and hard that is, especially in the first you know year, two, three years you're doing it and then kind of understanding the schedules. And so if you're not divorced, you've never been divorced, but you have friends or family that have, hopefully this will be educational for you guys as well as to what your friends and family are going through yeah. and kind of the empathy that you can have for them. Exactly. Um, because and, I mean, I feel like this is not only hard on a person going through divorce, but it's also hard on the family. The whole family, for the sure. The whole family. It's like, you know, the grandmas, the grandpas that are yeah. used to seeing the kids for the like the holiday times yeah. and they're not going to. So it's just... Hopefully, this will be really helpful for everyone. Yeah, and for anybody that has holiday traditions that they've grown up with, they're with their sisters, brothers, parents, grandparents, cousins. And when a divorce happens anywhere within the family, 
it's it changes for everybody. Yeah, it does. Um, and so it affects the whole family. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we're going to talk, you know, maybe some of the family's happy that the ex is no longer attending <laughs> the holidays, but yeah. um, it is tough for everybody. And mm-hmm. so we're going to do a whole episode on kind of holidays and, and divorce and, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Yeah. So like one thing that like when you are going through divorce is you decide in your MSA agreement about a holiday schedule or like the schedule throughout the years with all the holidays. It's not just, you know, the end of the year holidays. Um, so babe, I have a question. Like how did you guys decide your holiday schedule in your MSA agreement? So yeah, like Madison's saying, you know, when um, I was going through divorce, I didn't, I never knew about this. I didn't know. I mean, I guess you think about like, okay, well, who's going to get the kids when you think more about like the weekly grind of the schedule and then you start looking at it and you're like, oh, we've got summer breaks. You've got Father's Day. You've got Mother's Day. You've got Fourth uh, of, of July. And then for some families, like Fourth of July is like a really big holiday. And like they do something special every year. And then you get into Thanksgiving. Then you get into, you know, Christmas break. Then you have like fall break or ski week for some people. And then you have spring break. And so you, you start realizing, oh, wait a second. Like we need to figure this out. And so... The traditional sense, I believe, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is you can take all these holidays and you can literally do even and odd years. Mm -hmm. And so like in an even year for July 4th, they go with Ross. And in an odd year for July 4th, they go with his ex. And you can do it that way. But you're also allowed to sit down with your ex and and communicate it out. And so um, for me, my ex, uh, well, first of all, for me, um, I my birthday is November twenty seventh, mm-hmm. so I just had a birthday. And happy birthday, babe! As uh, um, how thank old you. did you turn? Forty one. Everyone, we never remember how you were like asking everyone like, how old do yeah. you think I am? We never how old do you guys think I was? Younger, older? Yeah. Everyone's gonna be like, eh, forty one. <laughs> Sounds about right. You seem forty one. Well, there was one person that looked up your LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, as a child, uh, as a kid. Um, I have a lot of cousins. I'm very close with my family. If you guys have heard other episodes, Madison's talked about my family. So Mm -hmm. every Thanksgiving from kind of one to, I'd say through college, um, was at my mom's house. And that was her holiday. And all the aunts, all the cousins and friends came to my house. And as a little kid, we also celebrated my birthday. So we did the Thanksgiving and then we actually would do like a birthday cake and I'd open up some birthday presents and we'd do both. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think, you know, I didn't think about it in college or as a kid growing up, but whoever I married was kind of marrying into this Thanksgiving tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as it turned out that my ex is from Mexico and they don't do Thanksgiving in Mexico. So she doesn't care about Thanksgiving. She never did Thanksgiving. There's no tradition there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of made it easy in a way yeah. for me. So when we went to do the schedule, she was like, I know Thanksgiving is important to your mom and you can have the kids for Thanksgiving, which was nice of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's you know kind of how we did it. And then when we looked at Christmas break, we said, it's two weeks. Why don't we do a week with mom and a week with dad mm-hmm. and split it up. Doesn't mean you have to do it that way. I don't know if, if people do it that way or don't. What are you guys doing out there for all the people that are listening? How have you guys done it? But that's what we decided. So um, 
for holidays last year and holidays, you know, this year, that's what we're doing. What did, what did you guys decide? So for me with my holiday schedule with my ex is where we basically, it's the even and odd years where well, but always is the same as birthdays. So when it's my birthday, I have the girls. When it's his birthday, he has the girls, but he wasn't here. His it's with his schedule. Like honestly, majority of the time during the year, the holidays, they tend to end up with me because he's usually traveling. Um, but it's usually every other holiday. It's like even years. I'll get Fourth of July type of thing. But what we did for Thanksgiving and Christmas because we do celebrate Christmas and everything. So we have it to where this year he had the girls for for Thanksgiving. I have them for Christmas and he has them for New Year's. So we kind of just go flip-flop with that. So then next year, I will have them for Thanksgiving. He'll have them for Christmas and so forth. But And then you'll have them for New Year's? And then I'll have them for New Year's. So that's how that will work out. Um, this is definitely like where it's always room to change. It's like one thing that I could hope for in the future is because with my family, my family always did a big Thanksgiving, but where it worked out really well for us beforehand was his aunt and uncle was always the one that um, did the traditions and stuff. So they did Thanksgiving at their house and their house is 10 minutes from my parents. So it was super easy where we would go there in the morning, hang out with all his family, and then we would leave from there, just drive down the street to my parents' house, and then we'd be with my parents for the rest of the day. So it made Thanksgiving very easy because we all live so close together. And then Christmas was easy because his family never did anything. Like his family didn't really have any of their own traditions. Um, so it was always my family. <laughs> so we were always with my family for Christmas time. So it's going to be really hard next year. And I hope that maybe like, you know, in the future, maybe things could change to where even like he has them kind of like how your situation, he has them for Thanksgiving. I always have them for Christmas because we do so much for Christmas and my family goes all out. And I know in my like experience is with my brother because my brother is actually a half brother. My mom was divorced. Um, and so my brother came from her first marriage and he actually first they started switching off but then as my brother got a little older he was like i just want to be with mom on christmas and so they both respected what he wanted and so christopher spent every christmas with us um and that was just like our like tradition and i think this kind of goes back to the last episode too we talked about blending families and and holidays and traditions um it's a uh, it's part of re-getting out there, re-dating, re-girlfriending, re-boyfriending, which is you're bringing your, now, you know, we kind of say like, if I marry Madison, I marry her family. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, I also marry her holiday traditions. Mm -hmm. And she's marrying, you know, me for good, bad, and ugly, and my holiday traditions. And yeah. um, and it, I, one thing to look at it is, you can look at it in the negative of like, oh, well, how do we figure this out? We're fighting over this and make it work. The other way is like, it's awesome. Yeah. Like she gets to see how we do things differently in my family. I get to see how she does things differently in her family. Yeah. And so you can kind of embrace it and be like, okay, this is cool. I didn't have this with my family. And so I think as a couple, um, especially for the younger people, as you're in college, you're out of college, you're starting to date, even in high school, you start to pay attention. Um, pay attention to like how everyone does their traditions differently. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like, and also like different religions too. I different mean, religions. Like, this is your. This is going to be your first Christmas. My first us. Christmas. Like, he gets to deal. You guys have shown. I've shown it in Vlogmas in the past of 
all the stuff that we do, we do, we bake cookies, we all get in our cars, we do a little caravan, we have everyone on the speakerphone, and we drive to all the neighborhoods to see all the cool lights, and we're all following each other, and we have all the family. Which is awesome. And right, even so you get to enjoy all that with us this year. Right. And fun. even like last year, we t- we did the same thing with our kids yeah. over in Del Mar, the fairgrounds. They have this. Have you done that? Yeah, we did they have that like last the whole year. light show, yeah. and they have self food, and yeah. so my kids loved it. But the point being that, um, you know, it, it is something to think about. And, and again, some families like July 4th, it's mm-hmm. like family weekend, we all go somewhere or it's yeah. whatever, Labor Day weekend. We Every year we, in the summer, we go Labor Day. We go, so yeah. it's something to like really think about as you go through it um, and kind of how the holidays work and, mm-hmm. and learning these new traditions, respecting these new traditions. Uh, we did Christmas pictures in our pajamas and oh, every, yeah, everyone made fun of me for it. <laughs> and um, I thought it was fun. It was yeah. funny. Uh, so. Well, that's what I do like every year, usually with the girls and, um, and we did it this year together. And, and then Madison got year. embarrassed and didn't tell the photographer that I was, so, I was her boyfriend, you guys, not I was her so husband. Ner- well, because I've been going to this photographer for so long, but my ex was never really there for any of the pictures because he was always out of town. So she didn't know who I was with. So I literally take these holiday pictures <laughs> with Madison. And um, was, we're at this lady's like house. It's all set up and everything. And then she keeps telling me like, oh, you guys make beautiful kids. And oh, like you guys should have a third. And I'm like, Madison, do you want to tell them? They're like, I'm not your husband. These aren't my kids. And she got too embarrassed. I got so embarrassed, you guys. I just kind of like, oh. So anyway, um, scheduling. I love it when I'm uncomfortable. I do love it. Madison's uncomfortable. Um, Yeah. Yeah, with the schedule. So you honestly, like, you can set out your schedule in your MSA, but just know that it most likely is going to change. And then also, the kids, as they get older, they can can voice, you know, what they want, and it's your decision if you want to go off of what they want and. We'll see. It's going to change for us in the future. I mean, yeah. I, who knows? So let's talk about last year. Yeah. Last year, Madison and I were not dating. Um, yes. And we did Thanksgiving and, you know, Christmas break mm-hmm. without each other, without anything. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to kind of look back on, like, what I did last year to what I did now. I was texting her. Yeah. Um, yes. But I was just trying to, you know, make my moves, try to, like, get in, <laughs> like, work my way in with her. Yeah. but. Um, so what did you do last year? Like Thanksgiving, Christmas, your first one without him? Holy crap. Yeah, it was hard. It was so hard. I think what was the hardest part was sharing the girls. It wasn't not having uh, my ex because I'm used to that on holidays, but, um, all right. So anyway, so basically what we did was he had them for a couple of days because his parents came into town and he had them for like two days and then it was Christmas Eve and then he dropped them off at my house on Christmas Eve night and then I had them for Christmas Day. And I remember I was actually telling him, like I go, I invited him over for Christmas morning because it was Kinsley's first Christmas and I thought it would be really nice. I always do videos and everything of it and you guys have seen that on the channel. Um, I told him, I asked him, I go, do you like, you know, you're more than welcome to come Christmas morning to spend it with me and the girls and opening up the presents and... He didn't show up. So I just remember just that was really hard. It was really hard to have Christmas morning, just me and the girls. Um, so that first um, that first holiday season is very hard. I'm going to warn any parent going through it. It's tough. And 
it's just going to be tough. Um, so that was really hard. But what made it a lot better was through the day, we went over to my family's house because we go over there about 10 o'clock because we always do brunch. So we do brunch first and then we open up all our pre- – we all set up chairs. We put all the gifts in a pile and then we all open up presents together and that made it a lot better um, and made it a lot easier. But doing the morning time for my Christmas morning with the girls – that was not easy. And then I then we had COVID. <laughs> so that was I we didn't know we had COVID, but yeah, that was just that was rough. So that was a really, really hard time. How was your first holiday season? So um, last year, um it, we I went to Mexico for Thanksgiving with my parents, my mm-hmm. sister and the kids, and just me and the kids. And so that was my first like holiday trip. Uh, just me and the kids with my family. When me now doing it with him, I was just like, I literally looked at him a few times on that trip, you guys, and was like, how did you survive this? Like, how in the world did you do this on your own? Yeah, I mean, I was doing the single dad thing, you know, yeah. getting to the airport, flying internationally, going through all this stuff during COVID yeah. with my two kids who, you know, they're, they did fine. They're, you know, it's any kid. They're not the easiest. They're not the hardest. It's fine. Yeah, it's but, a long day. you know, it's a long day. And as all the single parents know, it's just like, take one needs to go to the bathroom. You got to bring the other one. One wants food. You got to bring the other one. It's just, it's just, you know, and as they're younger, you know, every year they get older, it's a little easier. So, you know, that was, it was interesting, you know, and it was my birthday. I was turning 40 and it was kind of like, a, a tougher time, still dating, kind of figuring things out, tough on the kids. I think the first trip for the kids, like, why isn't mom here? Like, they never did a trip with just me without mom. So yeah. I think last it's year was... Them, it's going to take them some time. To that was real to difficult. Yeah. Um, and then um, she took the kids to Mexico uh, Christmas with her family. And then she flew them to Florida dropped them off and last year she even stayed the night at my parents house and then um you know went to the airport the next day and it was awkward and kind of weird with her being there you know it's like post divorce that's you know for everyone listening if you haven't gone through it or you have friends and family it's like those first year for sure and and probably the first 2 years you're just figuring out kind of the boundaries and the balance between like having a good relationship with your ex and like you inviting him over to come mm-hmm. Christmas morning, him not showing up or me inviting her to come and spend the night at my parents' house when we're, I'm not there anymore. We're not officially divorced, but I'd moved out. We'd filed all the papers and stuff, dropping off the kids and like mm-hmm. her doing it with, you know, Mexico with her family. And then it's probably awkward for her mm-hmm. and hard. Yeah. She's not staying, you know, like normally she'd be there and stay yeah. and like, all the traditions and stuff that we do as a family. Um, so I think that was hard. That's hard, yeah. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, you this- feel like almost like you're like cut out, you know? Yeah, it's just weird. It's awkward and it's everyone's moving on and it's like, what do you say? And, you know, my parents have tried really, really hard to have a good relationship with her mm-hmm. um, because they think that's what's best for their grandchildren. Yeah. And so- balancing that um is tough and so for this year um we did thanksgiving and madison came so it was the first time madison ever come on a trip with my family my kids and went amazing 
Yeah. Kids had a great time. It was time. the first time I ever like spent the night with your kids too. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, I think that's part of like kind of climbing the mountain, doing right? The is like routine, doing the bedtime routines. Like what is their routine? They yeah. love their books at night. Yeah. And they enjoyed me reading to them. Yeah. Because I'm a little bit more fun than you are. Madison, bring out the school teacher reading yeah. voice. Her, act, her actress voice. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so we, we did that. And then this year, um, my ex is taking them to Mexico again. I'm going to do Christmas with your family. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to bring them to Florida again. And then she's going to leave the same day. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Like, it's also, you know, what's really hard is we're thinking, we're talking about from our perspective of doing like the holidays together, but also how is it, like for you to see your ex with someone else doing the holidays with your kids without you, like how does that feel? That's hard. Yeah, I, personally, it's okay for me, but I do think for most people it would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think it's it's more feeling for the kids, yeah. right? Like they had a normal, that normal went away. That's so hard for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, like this year on the actual days of Hanukkah, I won't be with them. We're going to do Hanukkah in Florida. Madison's going to do her first Hanukkah, yes. lighting the menorah, giving out gifts uh, one day. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, um, you know, I think anything it's just for the kids, right? Yeah. Like ultimately um, my kids are in general, like extremely fortunate mm-hmm. or spoiled whichever word you want to use you know they get to go to mexico and they go to mexico and they get to go to florida they have family all over they have cousins and aunts and uncles and mm-hmm. grandparents in mexico and your whole time your holiday times are pretty hectic with the fact that you ha- guys always have to travel yeah to see family like you have no family that actually or no lives. family lives in san diego yeah. so it's a lot of travel for the yeah. kids and which is very different than my experience um yeah. it's a lot of you know but you know i think Ultimately, last year, I would say a couple things. I think Thanksgiving and my birthday with no girlfriend, no wife, no significant other, being alone with just my kids, mm-hmm. it, it just, it, it was fine, but it, it made me think like, this is lonely. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to be doing these things alone. Yeah. Um, and so this year was great. You were there and now you're coming again to Florida. And I, I think ultimately... Um, I would use lonely as the word for people out there. Um, when you don't have your kids, it's really lonely. And then if you're used to having a boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other and you don't have one, that's lonely. Specifically last year at New Year's, you know, we went with my cousins and all there and my sister. And it's like all my cousins are there with their wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister's there with her husband. And then everyone has kids. Mm-hmm. And so there's everyone there as a couple. Yeah. And then there's me with my kids and I'm alone. Yeah. And it's like New Year's and there's fireworks. And it's like first time, I don't know, in however many years I'm single on New Year's. And it's just like that feeling of I was okay with it. Like mm-hmm. understandably, like yeah. I still wasn't even divorced. I just moved out, um, you know, six months ago. But it was a feeling of like hopefully – Next year, eventually, I'll have someone there with me to share this with me that I'll, you know, I'll be with. And I won't that be feeling alone. really sucks because I've I've had that feeling by myself over the last like ten years because my ex always did travel a ton on holidays too. 
Um, like we missed, we didn't have Easter and all that. And it was, I, it sucks. It sucks seeing your family, like your siblings and stuff with their families and their significant others. And you're always the one by yourself with just the kids or just by yourself. I go, that's really, really hard. Um, it's, it's really lonely. So you yeah, and I, I think it's, you know, for the audience out there listening, it's a good thing to just think, you know, if you have friends or you have family and they have recently gone through a breakup, doesn't even have to be a divorce and just be a breakup. Um, or even like, honestly, there's also, there's people that have, are in marriages where they're significant others to travel or someone who's in the military yeah. and they don't have them yeah. too. Is like, it works like it's, it's I hard. thought you were going to go to death. Which mm -hmm. is like, yeah, you know, people have lost significant others and there's, you know, death in the family recently and they're alone and they're with the kids. It's just, it's about reaching out to them, mm -hmm. let them know you're thinking about them during the holidays. They're probably, you know, experiencing some loneliness and yeah. um, something new, something different. And, and again, we're all about sending love. Mm -hmm. I think that's something, if you're listening to this episode, really think in your brain, like, is there anybody you know personally that going to be alone on the holiday season, either just with their kids, without anybody, or with no kids, alone, gone through a recent breakup, you know, send them love. Um, yeah. Send a few people love. They'll appreciate it. Exactly. And so, like, talking about, like, you know, what we're doing this year and stuff, like, it, we also have to start looking in. This is where Samantha gave an amazing bit of advice in the episode where we interviewed Episode her. six. Episode six. And Samantha March, you guys, she's awesome. But she gave a really good advice. She goes, when you're dating someone, she goes, my best advice that I would give to someone right now is if you're dating someone, don't just look at what's right now, but look at what your life would be five years down the line. And this is where we have to look at our relationship. Where do we see our relationship five years, 10 years down the line, ideally moving forward with holidays? Because yeah. this is going to be a new thing for us because I'm used to having one. My significant other didn't really have many holidays with his family or traditions with his family. And then also when we did do stuff, they were they were like, you know, no longer more, no more than two hours away. So everyone was really close with each other. So we never had to travel. Whereas never traveling. And you travel for every holiday because you don't get to see, you get to see your family, what, like four to six times a year, if that. And, um, it, you know, I have to say like now seeing his, his situation, I'm like, oh, I really took for granted just that my parents were down the street from me. So yeah, we have to really look at what our situation would be down the line. What's an ideal situation for us? What yeah. kind of works for everyone? And, you know, as you're looking at holiday time and you're looking at families, you know, something that is really difficult. I think it's difficult for parents, grandparents, mm -hmm. um, the aunts and uncles that are used to having like a, a familiar thing. You know, luckily my parents are super cool. My sister's super cool. And she said to me over Thanksgiving, like, hey, um, we get it. Like if Madison needs to do Thanksgiving with her family, you know, and her girls, sometimes like we can all come to California, mm -hmm. which is really nice yeah, that's because really nice. a lot of people wouldn't say that. No. And so, you know, as we're looking at it and, and we're blending families and we're looking at holidays, it's like, okay, we could have four kids mm -hmm. that need to travel. They're young. 
Um, yeah. How are we going to do that? And how do we make mm-hmm. our parents happy? Yeah. Which is impossible. Because we, we don't want them to miss out on times either. You know? Yeah, with their grandkids. Yeah. And, and so you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out, okay, what are we doing Thanksgiving in the future? What are we doing Christmas in the future? What are we doing New Year's in the future? Um, and how are we juggling, you know, you know, if there's other holidays, Father's Days, Mother's Days, mm-hmm. um, just how do you juggle all of those uh, with four kids versus two versus mm-hmm. trying to make your parents happy, trying to make my parents happy, your sister, my sister. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's um, it's not easy, but we will do our best yeah. and we're, we're doing our best we can this year. Um, her kids did not come to Mexico. Her kids are not coming to Florida, but hopefully in the future they can travel with us and vice versa. My family can come here and mm-hmm. obviously we'll keep you guys posted. But for anybody that's watching, yeah. Let us know. We need advice. Yes. <laughs> How are you handling the holidays, blending families, post-divorce, post-breakup? Yeah. Um, you know, what have you done as parents? What have you done as sisters? Uh-huh. What have you done as friends? I know, because we need it. I mean, it's just it's just all learning curve. It's just going to be trial and error and just kind of seeing, okay. And plus, I feel like every year is going to be different because of the way that our schedules do lie. And it's just kind of everyone kind of has to be flexible to it. It's hard. Which is hard because it's not just us going through it. Right. It's not just the kids going through it, but it's also our families, like our immediate families so, are going through it. What advice do you have for people? We kind of talked on the MSA and, and dividing it up. And what advice do you have kind of setting things up with an X? And then as far as blending families, what advice do you have for people? So, my advice for basically setting up your MSA schedule is to really look at what your traditions are for every holiday. Like how Ross said, how his family always mainly did Thanksgiving. It wasn't that big of a thing to his ex. So therefore that schedule really worked out for him. So it's kind of like really evaluating, okay, what is each parent's tr- family's traditions like around the holidays times? And if you guys both do like, cre- like both families love doing big traditions and that's where the every other year kind of really helps you out. And then also just, you know, if you have kids that are older that can voice their opinions and really say where, you know, like also giving them a kind of a little bit of a choice in it too. But just finding a balance that works for everyone. I think that's like the best thing. But if you just want to go right off the bat, if things are kind of tense, then every other year is definitely... I think is the best the best choice in that. All right, so babe, I have a question. What's your advice for people forming a schedule for the holiday season? So a couple of things on the MSA, which is um, it can change. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't have to just know that as you're breaking up or you're you know getting you know divorced, you you can figure things out. Give yourself that flexibility. Take your time. See how it goes the first year, the second year. Mm-hmm. Nothing set in stone. You know, one thing is um, my ex likes to go ski snowboarding, so she wanted fall break, not spring break, because fall or sorry, ski week mm-hmm. is earlier, so it's better for snow. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you can have that if you want to take the kids to the mountains. And then spring breaks later. It's like yeah. April, so it's not necessarily great for skiing, snowboarding, depending on the season. So that's when I get the kids. So I think it's good to just kind of hopefully you and, can. Well, your kids now are going to be on the same schedule. Last year they were, they were right. on a different schedule because they were different schools. Now yeah, they're going and then to the same Maxie, school. she had like a two-week spring break. Yeah, it, was it wasn't crazy. even just one week. So 
the i would say on the msa just know like whatever you're trying to do with your ex like try and try it out for a year or two see what's working hopefully you guys can come to a compromise mm-hmm. and kind of work the schedule and then let your kids know yeah you know be real transparent with like how things that you've worked out with your ex like here's what's going to happen um because you know confusing for the kids where am i going when am i going who am i going with and you can start those new traditions again yeah. uh, that'll help them have less anxiety um because they're hearing at school that you know spring break's coming up or you know thanksgiving's coming up or christmas break's coming up. They, they're hearing these things all the time it's good if they know what yeah. their schedule is and what's going to be happening um and then you know the other thing i would say like most importantly is with the girlfriend boyfriend situation is you know i knew like right away that christmas like christmas day was like really important to Madison. And so I, I think it's good and, and Thanksgiving's important, but not as important. Like, mm-hmm. And so I think it's good to just really get that out there. Like for some people, birthdays is like really big deal. For yeah. other people, it's not. Um, and so I think it's important to kind of have those conversations if there's any other special things throughout the year, traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, there could be a Labor Day. It could be a July 4th. It could be a Father's Day. It could be a Mother's yeah. Day. That they have a tradition that they do respect it, um, do everything you can in your schedule to make it work. So just like you're trying to like compromise with your ex, mm-hmm. compromise with your new boyfriend and girlfriend to try to make the schedules work. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so that I think that's something that's I would say is my advice for kind of like blending the families. And then yeah. at the same thing, like We're first gonna, couple years, take it slow, yeah. try things out, figure it and, out. And honestly, in, in time, we're going to come up with new traditions yeah. with each other too. Like that's yeah. another thing that's like, even when you just get married, like right. even if you've never been divorced and you're getting married for the first time, you kind of just form new traditions as well. And like, honestly, what we're talking about right now with the holidays and having a split time between families, that's something that you go through, through every new marriage right? because it is, it's always families fighting for time, yeah. especially when you get the grandbabies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, um happy holidays to everybody out there that's listening um we appreciate you guys so much Mm -hmm. i think madison are really big on family yeah um you know luckily thank god you know her parents are still with us my parents are still with us we've got sisters we've got brothers we've Mm -hmm. got cousins we've got tons of family that love us and support us Mm -hmm. and we get to spend a lot of time with them Mm -hmm. um and we feel very lucky and and very fortunate and so hopefully all of you guys out there, you know, have some family and friends that you guys get to spend the time with. And again, just to reiterate, send some love to some people yeah. that have gone through recent breakups or have lost someone or, mm-hmm. um, you know, because they will be lonely and, and think about them throughout the holidays. And, uh, you know, we'll be on social media kind of mm-hmm. updating all of you guys and hopefully you guys update us. Yeah. And then most importantly, um, we're new to all this. Mm-hmm. So give us your advice. Get in the comments, yes. get on social media. Let us know your experiences. Yeah. Give you us, know? you know, anything we can do to um, help holiday season a yeah. little bit better for everybody. <laughs> uh, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So thank you guys. Can't wait to hear about your experiences, your advice. Thank you so much for tuning in with us again for episode eight. We love you. We hope you guys all have a wonderful holiday season. If you are going through divorce right now, Our hearts, our prayers are with you. We know it's tough right now. We love you. Hang in there. It gets better, but just hang in there. I know it's it's tough no matter what your first holiday season after divorce, but 
you know that you have a lot of supporters here for you. And yeah, we will see you guys for episode nine next week. Bye, guys. Peace.